0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Socially Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host, Nee Fitzgerald, and we are back for season three, episode eight. everyone. Another episode awaits us on this fabulous Sunday. How is everyone doing? It has been a long week for me. I'm back at school full week this week. Work's kicking in, homework's definitely kicking in. My attention span is getting shorter and shorter by the day, but we are here again. I hope everyone had a good week or at least a productive one um i'm happy to be here entertaining you all for the next 15-ish minutes not long left till the end of the season which is absolutely crazy but no time like the present so let's talk about what i've been listening to watching do listening to later i think yeah let's get into what i've been watching so um i've definitely realized this week that having an escape after doing work is very important in helping my brain not freak out and be constantly like turning and working so i've started and to be fair nearly finished our girl which isn't new but um As I mentioned in the last episode, I'm watching Vigil, which I really, really like. And that's obviously a BBC production. And so I remember hearing about Our Girl a while ago and I never watched it when it came out. But it is incredible. The first season is just Chef's Kiss. If I could rewatch that for the first time, honestly, I would give anything to do so because it was so good. I'm definitely going to rewatch the first season after i finished um the fourth one i think it is, or the fifth one who knows but the reason why the first season is so good is the following seasons the main character changes which is why i prefer the first season but to be fair they still managed to make the plot like very punchy and interesting so i would recommend watching that if you know want something to watch while you're doing something or in the background or as an escape program and can we talk about captain james (gasps) He's giving me, like, Theo James. Theo James? Yeah, the guy who was in Divergent, right? He's giving me those vibes, kind of giving me Hugo vibes from Love Island, but, like, in a good way, like, not in a bad way. Um, I think it's just the way he talks. He's quite, like, posh. Um, but, yeah, definitely giving me, like, Theo... I don't know if that's just the way he looks, giving me Theo James vibes, or just maybe the role he plays. Who knows? But... That is a program I have been watching recently and you should definitely start watching. What's kind of sad is I actually haven't watched any good films recently. It was quite disappointing. I feel like a good Netflix film is waiting for me. It probably hasn't been released yet. But to be fair, it won't be too long till we crack out the Christmas movies and that's exciting. And I will give Netflix that, that they are quite good at Christmas, like, original like a netflix christmas original they always you know they know what they're doing but it's so easy to make a christmas film it's like boy meets girl and boy leaves girl boy turns up at her door on christmas day with some freshly baked cookies and bites them in they have a massive roast and then it's like oh christmas happy fun (laughs) it's like usually the plot that goes with it i'm just i think i'm just so over movies having such predictable plots and like i'm i'm just so over it there's not a film i've watched recently that's just blown me away so if you've got any film recommendations that would be thoroughly appreciated um what else did i what else did i want to talk about um I am a week and a bit into Accutane, and I'm starting to feel the repercussions. Every part of my skin is so dry. My lips feel like they are falling off, and I feel like a vampire because I can't be in the sun for too long. Otherwise, like it's been horrible. Like My skin goes tingly. It's like, you know when you've got someone and you like slap it, or like someone slaps your sunburn? It feels like that, but like constantly. And yeah, that's not a fun time. But my skin is looking better what's that quote that's like a little amount of pain for like a lifetime of happiness like something like that that is what I'm currently living but don't they use that when you're like pregnant and in labor they're like a few moments of pain for a lifetime with your child or something I don't know anyway I'm willing to suffer the consequences for seven months if it means I will have clear skin. And I say this all the time, but if you're sitting at home or on a train or wherever you listen to this podcast and you have clear skin, count your blessings. But we are on a clear skin journey and I'm gonna do a whole video at the end of my seven months and talking about Accutane and my experiences. I'm gonna take videos every week I'm going to talk about it, what I thought was helpful, tips and tricks to make it less of like a hellish experience because I will learn a lot from this experience and I might as well share that knowledge with the world. Um, Because before I kind of started this process, I watched so many videos on people's experiences. And so another one to add to the list for anyone who wants to or is thinking about it because acting sucks, but it's also really common you remember that time when um kendall jenner was like she was like i'm gonna make an announcement and all her family were like oh my god we're so proud of you like you've got this like you have all our support and she was basically like i have acne but everyone thought she literally was like dying of like leukemia but no she had acne does does anyone else remember like Kim like like I can't remember what it was but she was like we're so proud of you for like coming out and saying it it was like wow anyway uh (laughs) celebs for you so i'm finishing around march 2022 which is probably gonna go so quick and fly by watch out everyone because neve will be storming the streets with glowing clear skin you won't be able to recognize me but okay right let's get into the dilemmas The Dilemma Diary is a segment on the show where I delve into your dilemmas in which you've sent in. If you'd like to send in a dilemma, you can do so via the anonymous form linked in the description of this podcast. What's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous, which makes The Dilemma Diary a safe place where we can talk about real-life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary. Disclaimer, I do not claim to be professional advice a problems over doctor-therapist. I'm actually far from the sort, which means please take what I say with the pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything I talk about. Okay, let's get into it. I've with my boyfriend for two and a bit years now and we are extremely comfortable with each other. We laugh and joke all the time but every so often I notice that he jokes about what we would do if we were to break up and jokes about breaking up and I don't know if that is normal but it's just a joke right? Nothing more. Oh lord. (laughs) Okay this is definitely not something you want to be worrying about and the thing is humor is so selective and personal as well but so it's really hard to see where someone's coming from and like what you think is a joke and what they think is a joke is like could be very different but there are I think there are many reasons why joking about breaking up with someone who you're in a relationship with and like why they think the jokes are acceptable so I think like m- probably the most likely one is they just want a reaction like he just wants a reaction out of you he wants like not praise but he wants to to feel secure and that I want to break up with you you would be like what no no I love you like it's it's kind of like validation maybe that's I think where he's probably coming from and He wants you to prove you love him by being jealous or kind of like attention seeking in a way. But that's, I hope, the option. Um, Next one is kind of like, he's just like messing around. He doesn't really know what he's saying. He wants you to kind of feel like grateful that it's a joke and that nothing's going to really happen. And do you think it could be used as some sort of like manipulation technique in the fact that you feel like you've done something wrong also I think if you're too comfortable with the idea of breaking up with someone it kind of tells you that there's no fight left in them in a sense that if it came to it there would be no fighting for the relationship to work or fighting for some like fighting for your significant other and like it would just the relationship would be dropped too easily because this is something that's come up before in a sense or if it actually came down to it you would actually think he was just joking so maybe it's kind of like a form of protection in a sense that if he's joking about it and he actually and it actually happens he won't get hurt as much or you won't get hurt as much um which kind of gives the sense that they're not giving 100% into the relationships and basically just not living. But what I would do is communicate with him. Maybe wait till the next time he makes a joke. Don't just bring it up out of the blue because then that could cause you're just opening a whole new can of worms. But maybe next time he makes a joke, just say like, not really feeling it. And because, like, in order for a joke to be humorous, you both need to be in on it. And you are obviously not, and that's okay. But he needs to know that it's not okay. And if you don't communicate with him, it's really tricky for him to change his ways. But take your time in kind of engaging where this attitude and joke is, like, stemmed from. I hope it's just, like, he thinks it's funny or he just wants validation, which kind of sucks for you because you shouldn't need to validate someone constantly but just be like "Mm, not really funny let's like not joke about that make up a joke find a different joke like come on we can do better than that all right okay Break up now or risk further heartbreak down the line. My boyfriend and I have been together for coming up to a year. We love and respect each other hugely and our relationship is really fun. I feel like a kid again when we're together, but I just don't see oh god, me marrying him, which I know is a long way off anyway, as I'm young, but I just don't picture him in my future. Would it be better to break up now or risk our hearts being broken down the line? okay, right, that's so hard, because obviously you're happy now, in the sense that you're having a good time together, like, everything seems to be going well, like, so one side of me is, like, just enjoy the ride, the other har- other side of me is, like, break up now, because the longer you leave it, the harder it will be to find the right one, the one you want to get married, and maybe you don't even want to get married full stop, and maybe he's made you realise you don't want to get married full stop but at least he's made you realize you don't want him in his future which I think is just the biggest blessing in disguise um and although it is fun just think about how much more fun you'll have for the person you want to spend the rest of your life with and it's just not fair on each other to hold each other back and not let each other see the world in a different way and meet people they wouldn't meet when you guys are together so i think just ending it now is the right decision and it sucks because you're in a really happy place and it might not make sense to him because he might think you're in his future but if takes two to tango if you're not in it he's not in it so there we go i think that short and sweet answer wow well done neve Um, okay, it is now time for Feeding the Fame. This is where I feed you the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss the positives, the negatives, and the ugly of all of it. As always, don't take any of these as facts. This is the internet, after all. It is not the most dependable source, and it never will be. But without further ado, let's get into it. Miss Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott officially announced that they are expecting baby number two. I mean, I'm not going to act like I didn't see this coming, but or anyone didn't see it coming that is extremely exciting for them um do we think it's gonna be a boy do we think it's gonna be a girl i'm predicting a boy and i think they'll name it after travis i know travis's name isn't actually travis but i don't know i just feel like that is so them but we could get like a random name like something weird like highlighter or something i don't know (laughs) Honestly, you can't predict anything these days. But I have a gut feeling it's a boy. Um, imagine if she's a girl named, like, Penelope. Who knows? Oh, talking about babies. Cardi B and Offset welcomed baby number two into the world. God, just love a celebrity pregnancy. So exciting. I know... Um, Ashley Graham is also pregnant at the moment, which is just incredible. She's so stunning. Wow. Benefer made their red carpet debut since the reunion of J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Um, J-Lo looked stunning in that, like, white dress. I believe it was the Venice Film Festival or something. She had this, like, white dress on. It had this like, really nice, not, like, collared, but, like lining if you will i don't know i'm not a fashion designer she she also wore this like strapless dolce Cabana dress it looked stunning it was like of buildings anyway um let's talk about music this is actually my favorite part of the show i i thing is because i listen to podcasts about music and about the music industry what's that podcast called i've mentioned it before um straight up or something wait let me get it up it is my favorite podcast in the world um and I can't believe I can't remember the name of it whenever I'm on a journey I have to download an episode because it is so interesting if you want to get into the music industry if you not even as like an artist if you want to get into the industry as like a producer a manager an assistant like just anything to do with the music industry yeah straight up um, is incredible. They're two um women who host it. They are like music journalists. Like they write for like the telegraph. And I love them so much. Um on the way to was it Canterbury? I listened to um Elaine Pambrum's episode also um zach snyder that was very interesting um who else did i listen to sorry i'm just trying to look through the ed sheeran managers one but i can't remember his name Stuart camp really interesting also just so many things like stormzy's stylist and oh i haven't actually Oh my god, I haven't actually listened to that one yet. I'm definitely listening to that. Just for like producers, festival bosses, Sony's fourth floors, like anything to do with the music industry, listen to them because I just love them. And I love knowing the... In- I'm just so nosy. I can't help myself. But let's get on to what's on my playlist this week. Um, right. First song, Each Time You Fall In Love by Cigarettes After Sex. Also, Kiss It Off Me by them is so good. It's incredible. Just, oh, their albums are just masterpieces uh mind over matter by young the giants incredible elite even shoot your shot by binet who was definitely my artist of the week i love her she literally came up on like a spotify advert and it was like listen to my new tune shoot your shot and i was like it just blew me away so good um love by lana del rey lana del rey is much reoccurring on my playlists anyway but i've been loving her this month Daddy Issues by the Neighbourhood, anything by the neighbourhood, it's just a masterpiece. My TikTok music find of the week was Bad Day by Justice Bennett. I just love finding new music. It makes me so happy and ecstatic to like talk about new music, tell my friends about new music. I'm just such a music person. Especially, I think it just stems from like I'm alone 80% of the time. If I'm not at school, I'm alone. So music is just something it's like a friend to me which sounds really sad but I don't really know how else to explain it it just gives me that instead of having like a busy household it gives me that sense because you know how people find comfort in knowing that their siblings are like in the next room or something whatever it kind of gives me that like satisfaction so yeah I do really like music I don't My relationship is music is very interesting, and I could get into it, but maybe we save that for the next episode. Um, and that leads us to the end of this one. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to talk about on this podcast via the anonymous Google form linked in the description. Uh, follow socially rewired on Instagram. It's a great time over there. You're really missing out on your aesthetic fix. Um, and I hope to see. See you all in the next episode. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.